0: i'm aunt kelly anakin and i'm molly of mitchell sanchez we're here to take birth control and talk about the handmaid's tale (laughs)
1: we're all out of birth control thanks trump this is red all over your handy handmaid's tale recap blessed be the fruit woo woo we're back we're back after a brief hiatus, yeah. baby. I like how after the finale, both of us looked at each other and were like, should we record this week? And we just looked at each other and were like, no. <laughs> what <laughs> I mean, if we that's did it?
0: not quite what happened, but it was that was via text. Yeah, but that was via text. Feel how weary we were? We were weary. We needed a break.
1: Uh but thank you. We had a lot of fun in the meantime. Thank you to everybody who uh played Birthday Week with us oh that was such a great time i had such a fun birthday week i loved looking at the pictures of your babies i loved supporting some really cool handmade fan uh, run businesses uh and we raised ding dang five hundred dollars for planned parenthood we raised five hundred and fifteen dollars donated to planned parenthood so suck it that one person who was a fan of this podcast, but didn't realize that it was a good idea to support plant. Yeah. Get out of here. You dingus. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, thank you everybody who, uh, played along with us. Thank you everybody who donated your cool crafts to the prize, uh, bucket. That was excellent. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to
0: open a restaurant called the prize bucket.
1: Speaking of <laughs> restaurants, I hope some of you who won Chili's gift cards have used them. Please let us know. And I hope the woman we sent Fruit Loops to got those Fruit Loops. Uh, anyway. I hope they
0: weren't all crunched up.
1: It, they were in plastic containers. So okay, I don't cool.
0: Think they were. Well, I hope that they came intact.
1: Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, that's our Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash red all over. Yeah, and you want to do our Venmo shout outs? Oh, yeah. I'll uh,
0: I'll explain. If you don't know what a Venmo is, mm-hmm. it is a place where you can give us monies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to Venmo.com/slash red all over and make a one-time donation to Red All Over to help us have an even bigger and better. Season three, we're super excited. We don't know hardly anything about season three. Well, because you have to figure at the end of season two of The Handmaid's Tale, Bruce Miller and co. all looked at each other and they were like, do you want to do to work on season three? And they're all like, no,
1: (laughs) we understand the feeling. Um, And what's going to happen, gang, is we're doing a fun episode today, but we'll be back fairly soon with we're going to do the. What'd you call it? Yeah, Gal's Guide to Gilead. The Gal's Guide to Gilead. (laughs) So what this is, is we're going to dedicate a couple episodes coming up to sort of like everything that we know about a certain topic. So we're going to be doing everything we knew about handmaids, everything we know about wives, everything we know about Gilead as a whole. So stay tuned for those because we're going to do some research and uh, we're just going to try to give you the encyclopedia episodes that you guys have all been wanting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you donate to Venmo, you will help us to buy snacks yeah, and keep the lights on for podcast
1: hosting. Exactly. So thank you to everybody who's donated us to us on Venmo recently. That would be Lori Buckman. Love you, Lori. Kara O'Hearn. Cara, you're the best. Eric Herber, the Herber baby. Uh, Emily Meniere and Kami Manderfield, the dream team. Molly Wallace, great first name, BB. Chad McMullen, who talks to us on Facebook and Twitter all the time. Kraken Griffin, best name ever. Oh, man. Uh, Devin Mertens. Mertens, I barely knew her. Uh, Trisha Iglesias Belcheva. Oof, that's a sexy ass name. Aisha Daster, who wrote that she donated for Shannon's B-Day gift cards. You are a human lava cake. And Libby Woods. Thank you guys so much for donating to us on Venmo. We really appreciate it. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to a redhead I met in real life the other day. I want to shout out Aaron Lyons, who works. Sorry, singular lion. Aaron Lyons, who works in uh, the Willows bar. In San Francisco, if you're in San Francisco and you love great food, good games, and great cocktails, y'all want to head out to the Willows Bar. Erin uh, was so nice; she sent uh, it was my manmaster's birthday, and she sent him a scorpion bowl on the house. Oh, actually, uh, I
0: told her to send that.
1: Did you? No.
0: But it was a scorpion, so I was involved. Why? Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, Erin,
0: you did a nice thing. (laughs) Don't let her take credit for it. (laughs) I'm a monster. Yes. Uh, Speaking of monsters, uh, I have a job now, which is great. So I want to shout out Juliana, who is a redhead, who I work with now. I'm not going to give much more identifying information because I always worry about the corporate life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all fine for me to be talking about my vagina lips flapping, but you know, <laughs> other people. But anyway, Juliana, I have not forgotten about you. We're going to get coffee or have lunch soon, BB. I'm super stoked to yeah. meet a redhead in real
1: life. And Juliana, I could come too. I work a block yeah, away. Yeah, Molly
0: works a block away. So if so. you want to have the whole all over experience, live and in person. Pew, pew, pew
1: well great i think that's all the business that we have it to is all the business take care of. yeah there's not much business when what? we're on hiatus from gilead yeah Oof, it's a nice break what are we talking about today today we're in the business of sweet zaddy dennis
0: quaid oh, yes. oh my ma- mm. god okay well so let's back up. we decided <laughs> that molly would choose our fun
1: movie because it's her birthday week Mm -hmm. and if you are new to the podcast what we do is after spending so much time in gilead it's so dark it's so crazy we like to do a palate cleanser and watch a movie that we love so Mm -hmm. we've done prior episodes dedicated to ever after josie and the pussycats And that's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) This
0: hasn't been around very
1: long as a podcast. And today, our palate cleanser movie we're doing today is The Parent Trap. 1998, a.k.a. the best parent trap. Agreed. And...
0: It's usually two movies that we talk about a lot on the podcast Uh and reference and that we both love. So Molly chose this one, which Mm -hmm. I think was a great choice because it's a very summery movie. Thank you so much. Lindsay Lohan is a cancer like you. Yes. So I think that this was
1: very thematically appropriate. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Do we want to just dive in? Let's go right in gang. So uh, let me ask you, did you see this movie in theaters? Because I genuinely don't remember. In 1998. It came out in
0: 1998, so I would have been a high school freshman or sophomore. Cool. It was probably this summer between my freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. And I don't know when I saw it yeah. or with whom
1: or why, but I know that I saw it and I loved it. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. I was seven. And um, I remember being simultaneously, like, bewitched by and furious at Lindsay Lohan. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to get so mad when I saw people, like, close to my age acting, because that's what I oh, wanted yeah, to Oh, yeah, no. I felt similar. So, but I loved it, too. And I saw it in theaters with my mom and my dad and my brother, and I loved it. Fantastic. Um, cool story.
0: <laughs> no, it really. is a cool story. Like, I don't even have a story. I'm like, I don't remember. Like, was I drunk? I don't know. Maybe. I wasn't.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> I saw a thread on Twitter this week that was about what song is inextricably linked to a movie for you. And oh, at the time, yeah. At the time, I couldn't think of anything. But watching this movie, I was like, oh, my God. L is for yep. the way you look that, at and, me. And that song is in a lot of movies. Yeah. And the only one that I think of is this one. Absolutely. Similar, also to the laws, there she goes. Yeah, state. No, can like only they did
0: such a crazy good job of doing a soundtrack for this movie, and to bring it back as I always do to the music supervision on The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> like, well, because this is obviously a movie where it's being directed by someone who's much, much older than the target audience but like it makes a certain amount of sense and like some of the songs are like current enough where you're right. like yeah like this makes sense mm-hmm. or like they're upbeat and they're timeless yeah i agree i so agree sidebar yeah
1: why aren't there more upbeat and timeless songs <laughs> well, involved there are, in the
0: handmaid's tale there are
1: but they're all don't you forget about me I <laughs> fucking hate them or they're bruce springsteen did i tell you i think i told you i haven't said it on air my own mom fucking roasted me for saying that i hate bruce springsteen so much on air i sent her like all of the hate that all of the redheads have been giving me Uh about like the my most controversial opinion apparently and i text them to my mom and i'm like mom they're being mean to me because i don't like bruce springsteen and she just goes good (laughs)
0: listen this is a safe space for people who don't like bruce springsteen because seriously like what he had a butt that time okay great good
1: butt yeah good butt put a handkerchief in
0: his back pocket that's appropriating gay hookup culture but whatever bruce (laughs) (laughs) wow um Um, i loved how stanley tucci had a cameo as the (laughs) sommelier (laughs) who poured the wine on the qe2 yeah it did look like the tooch i I will (laughs) say
1: that i love natasha richardson the
0: tooch the tooch is on fire (laughs)
1: This is the second Natasha Richardson movie we've covered on the Yeah, podcast. the first
0: being The Handmaid's Tale, the nineteen ninety movie by that weird German dude.
1: Yeah. Schlieffenbaker. I think it was Schlieffenbaker. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So if you don't know, uh Natasha Richardson plays offred in uh the Handmaid's Tale movie, which is good. We actually liked it. Yeah, this we movie. liked it fine.
0: Yeah. Um it's not as good as the parent trap. No. Like not sorry, nearly. Schlieffenbaker. Yeah. And also Natasha Richardson, R.A.P. I love this movie and I hate, I hate, I hate that Natasha Richardson is dead.
1: Oh, Every day. The thing I think about, if I'm ever like, I'm having too good of a time, do uh-huh. I want to bum myself Yeah, out? you're
0: like, Natasha Richardson's
1: dead. Uh, specifically, I think of this IMDb trivia I read where it says when Liam Neeson was preparing for Love Actually, he was having a hard time dealing with the idea that uh he was playing a widower so he had to like go to a dark place and imagine what it would be like if his wife died and then his wife died oh my god uh, so it ruins my day every oh day. my god but she's great in this movie. Oh my god! So
0: we. Open I don't up. know if I can do this now. I'm
1: sorry. Oh
0: my god.
1: Well, okay. Here, will it help a little that it's very cute that the main characters are named after Nancy Myers's daughters? Like, it's not that great. It's not that great. It's like fine.
0: Nancy Myers. Why did you name your daughter such basic ass names?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Nancy is an exotic
0: name. I'm just saying. Like you're rich. Um. So name your child. You know, kumquat.
1: diamond. <laughs> or chloe kardashian (laughs) that's gonna be my daughter's whole first name is chloe kardashian sanchez (laughs) you heard it here first folks (laughs) i'm so excited to be her auntie you're welcome uh anyhow it begins on the qe2 the year is 1987
0: okay and possibly wait okay
1: Yeah, it would have to be like January 1986. If they're born in October. If the assumption is, yeah. Mm. So it was
0: 1986.
1: So here's what's weird about this timeline. Is that uh, according to what we learn later in the film, they meet on this boat from London to New York. First question. Why was Dennis Quaid in London? What is he doing there? He's a debonair young man about town. Okay, fine. So that happened. (laughs) They get on this boat together. They meet on this boat and they marry on this boat after Mm -hmm. having just met each other. Then they go back. Wait, it goes from London to New York. So they're in New York. Then, Uh, Well, presumably they were getting uh, a train. I don't know. They didn't like to fly with the cover story. There are so many plot holes in this original story. Yeah, I was like,
0: is this really like we're already getting hung up on this because we'll we'll
1: never leave. Someone needs to draw me a timeline of their courtship just like now listen it it could be the Mamma mia two. here i go again talking because i'm still high from seeing that on monday but i want this movie that tells the story of what happened after they disembark from this ship to the time when what gets so fucked up in nine months that they're like here you have one kid i have another kid peace uh i don't know all right. Well, I, look, no one knows, Molly. They don't even tell us.
0: I'm upset. All we know is that she threw a hairdryer at him. Yeah. Which sounds like a toxic dynamic,
1: TBH. I know. I think I was joking with you. Like, that's the thing that they're not telling us <laughs> is that they actually had a really abusive relationship.
0: <laughs> and also, like, the thing that they couldn't agree on was, like, one of them was, like, super racist.
1: I know. That would be the the big reveal is, like, it's not, like, some cute, like, but she won't move to Napa. It's, like... <laughs> No, she thinks whites are the superior race, <laughs> and Dennis Quaid didn't want to be around that. It could be. I'm just saying we don't have enough information by the timeline. Let's get on. Oh, my on. God. So they leave. Oh, my God. So flash cut them having dinner and dancing on the QE2. Flash cut 11 years and nine months later. Well,
0: we also we see the woman, the photographer on the ship taking their photo.
1: Yes, the that,
0: famous photo. Yeah, the famous photo. Oh, my God. Why are you being derisive about the famous photo? I'm not. Okay.
1: I'm not. I Listen, again, I think it would be funny to hide that picture in my home amongst <laughs> pictures of my real loved ones. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I Yes. So she takes the photo, which gets ripped later. later. Yeah, we're not there yet. Okay.
0: So literally 11 years and nine months later. So the implication being. Yep. That these children we were about to meet were indeed
1: conceived aboard this ship, right, right, right. as part of a wedding. And when you're conceived aboard a ship, it's very hard to tell what place you owe citizenship to. (laughs) (laughs) Is boat law is just nebulous at best, and it's hard (laughs) to tell, which is why nobody bat an eye of somebody taking just one infant (laughs) across the country. Are good. Get that soulless barnacle out of me country. Well, the legal system is hazy, seeing as she was conceived us the open sea. It's true facts here, people. True facts. Um, Now I can pursue me true calling. The siren's call of the ice road. <laughs> I've missed you. I've
0: missed you too.
1: So we get to Camp Walden your east your typical east coast summer camp
0: so i'm assuming this is in massachusetts because it's all named after like walden pond Mm -hmm. and the theater is like the thoreau amphitheater but then all of the cabins are like native american names which Mm -hmm. is a a nod to the original film Mm -hmm. and b problematic so there was a whole this american also problematic this camp boasts A grand total of two adults (laughs) uh, taking care of a whole passel of children. Just an obscene amount of children. A crazy number of them who have no adult or even teenage supervision whatsoever. And it's like, look, Marva's. do you not know that you can hire like 16 year olds for like nothing? They would love it. They would love to be here. As a former camp counselor, I'm appalled. I'm appalled on your behalf.
1: Uh, and the the thing worth mentioning about Marva Junior is that she's Janice from Friends, so she's like Friends' low budget friend Drescher who dates uh, Chandler. Just FYI, I like
0: the idea that Fran Drescher is so expensive that Fran Friends Drescher, couldn't afford
1: her. You know how they talk about the gold standard? It's the the Fran standard. She's <laughs> very expensive to buy. Um. So. They're at camp, and you see all these girls coming, and there's, like, very good visual gags. There's the one kid who brought way too many things. There's the little boy. There's the little boy? uh, Who who, is uh, Lindsay Lohan's older brother.
0: Which, like, I was, like, appalled. I was, like, they should have brought that child home. But then by the end of this movie, I was, like, that's actually, like, the least ridiculous thing that happened in this movie.
1: I have a lot of fan fiction desires for Parent Trap, but my second one would be like I want to learn about like what a woke cool man this little (laughs) boy grew up to be because he spent a summer learning about life and love from like all these girls well and he's coming back next summer I know I love that
0: I just love who who plays the little boy Molly I just said I know but you did uh, would you just say it on the podcast yeah I'm busy future (laughs) Kelly make yourself sound smarter
1: (laughs) um so we are introduced to the very cool Hallie Parker, who is Lindsay Lohan. Okay,
0: like, yes, she's cool, but I think it smacks of trying a little too hard. And I say that as a Hallie.
1: Baby, listen, summer camp is your time to shine, okay? You don't have to be who you are the rest of the year at summer camp. So you are like a hyper-cool version of yourself no, at summer camp. No, man.
0: I went to evangelical summer camp. Mm. It's only two weeks long. You don't even get the whole summer. Wow. Like, you're just there for two weeks, and you sing Our God is an Awesome God with <laughs> the hand... uh, With the hand. The hand of the king? <laughs> I wish. No, you do it in sign language, and oh, yeah. I don't know why everybody could hear. Um, But it was important that we know that. No, I In always- case we met any... <laughs> Deaf or hard of hearing infidels mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. didn't know about Jesus. And he needed to
1: convert them on the Yeah, on we the needed click. to be yeah. like, listen,
0: um, or I guess not listen, look.
1: Look, yeah, don't, it's very offensive to say listen to those people. Um, <laughs> I went to drama camp every year and I felt like this is where I'm my most authentic self is at drama <laughs> camp because I would go to school all you the rest of the year get beat up and like bullied and i would come to drama camp where all the other weird kids were and i'm like i've arrived
0: this is great (laughs) i wonder how different i would be if i had been allowed to like be around my people because i would go to i would go to day camp Mm -hmm. drama camp but again Mm -hmm. only one to two weeks long and so i
1: just never you know i never got to um Get the minions going, you know? Well, shout out to the Glendale Center Theater Summer Camp. You the real one, baby. <laughs> you the real one. Chris Riccio, if you're listening, I'm sad we never kissed. I just found Ooh. out that he had an arc on... This boy who was supposed to teach me to kiss in theater camp had a small, small arc on King of Queens. <laughs> yeah. Did he, did
0: he teach Kevin James how to kiss? Probably.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, we are getting way off track. Um, So... Then we see Annie James being dropped off.
0: Yeah, in her limousine Mm -hmm. with her butler, Martin, the most heterosexual man (laughs) in all
1: of cinema. Truly, truly. Um, You know, it's no wonder that Hallie and Annie end up being friends because they bond over their mutual having of servants. Yeah.
0: (coughs) These people are stupid stupid rich and i didn't realize until now that nancy myers directed this movie which explains why i want to live everywhere she yeah. is photographing like this camp oh my god that isolation cabin is bay. so let's talk about that i mean we're kind of popping around who cares? i mean like look okay let's just go over the plot okay like on a high level and then we can just because like who hasn't seen this
1: Yeah, If If you haven't seen this and you're listening to this podcast, what are you even doing with your life? Well, they're probably doing the same thing that those people who listen to us before they watch the episode of The Handmaid's Tale do. They're just like... Yeah, except this isn't traumatic. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, anyway, go ahead and give the high-level so Okay, so Hallie lives with her dad, Nick Mm. Parker, a.k.a. Sweet Daddy, Dennis Quaid. Mm. My couch is... We have to have it cleaned. (laughs) This is a children's movie. This is a children's movie. And I am 117% going to wank it to Dennis Quaid in oh this God. movie yes. when you leave.
1: Uh, as, as
0: you should. I'm surprised. Okay. So Hallie James lives. I'm sorry. Hallie Parker lives there. Annie James lives in London with mm-hmm. her mother, Elizabeth mm-hmm. James, who is a very famous <laughs> wedding, dress, wedding designer. dress designer and also her grandpa, who's also there. The grandfather has a bigger role in the old mm-hmm. movie because, like, women couldn't, like, have credit cards and stuff. Right, right, right. Anyway, so they are both inexplicably sent to the same camp. Yep. Where they realize that they are, in fact, twins who were separated shortly after birth. Yes. And they decide that the logical thing to do, mm-hmm. rather than write a letter to their parents mm-hmm. saying, hello, it is... Uh, it's pretty, come to my attention, it's pretty traumatizing to discover at summer camp that I have an identical twin, yeah. and that I have a parent who I have never met. Yeah, and so they find this out because they have put their their Queen Elizabeth two photos together. Right, Hallie found her half in her dad's sock drawer Uh, right so sweet daddy uh, Dennis Quaid definitely still jerking it to the beautiful
1: man I wish Natasha Richardson Dennis Quaid jerked it to a picture (laughs) of me (laughs) sincere wish Uh, I look
0: maybe next year for your birthday week next year for your birthday week like Molly um, I have somebody on the phone for you
1: oh god (laughs) It would be so embarrassing to meet Dennis Quaid and have him be like, um, so I listen to your podcast. I'd be like, goodbye. I can't.
0: (laughs) I'd be like, oh, really? Did you hear the parts where we wanted to (laughs) to have you jerk off to us? Because...
1: Still like, on the table. That can
0: be arranged. Jeez. Like we're right here. Anyway, uh, you and I are very different people. Okay. So sorry, they go figure ahead. this out. They train each other on how to be each other. Right, because identity is fluid. Identity's very fluid. <laughs> especially when you look exactly like another exactly, person. Like exactly. wow, it's like the er case yes, for yes, identity. Yes. Anyway, Annie goes to Napa and pretends to be Hallie. Right. With an American accent and also a vocabulary that she doesn't like She does not do as good of a job of being Hallie as Hallie does of being Annie. Yes. However, Hallie really screws the pooch in terms of being a team player on this whole thing. So it's like, what are you going to do? So Hallie is Annie in London and Mm -hmm. is like having a grand time Mm -hmm. being Natasha Richardson's daughter. Mm-hmm. And then it is discovered by Hanny living. Did I just say Hanny? Yep. I said Hanny. Hallie, no. Annie <laughs> living as Hallie. I truly cannot tell them apart. Um, she is having a much harder time acclimating because, like, Hallie has a dog named Sammy, and Sammy is like, bitch, I am a dog. You cannot trick me with your fake ass identity. I know you're not mm-hmm. my person. Uh, the housekeeper, is a witch named chessie mm-hmm. and she's fabulous she yes. is like me i am her i love her so much okay i want look i knew even as a freshman in high school i was like my boobs i'm gonna be like the housekeeper like the sassy yeah you know lady and then and then the um biggest rub the is- biggest rub is that uh uh oh uh oh uh oh <laughs> meredith blake mm a gorgeous 27-year-old publicist from San Francisco.
1: Nothing but respect for my president. (laughs) (laughs) She is dating uh, Hallie's dad and maybe considering getting married.
0: Uh, They're definitely considering. Like, they're already in... Here's what's nuts. Yep. Hallie went to camp eight weeks ago. Right. At some point... (laughs) It could have been two weeks ago for as fast right. as this whole thing is working. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick was like, you know what I need? I need like a super sexy publicist from San Francisco to really yeah. make my, he owns a vineyard and a winery, by mm-hmm. the way. He's like, I I need, I need to rethink my whole public relations scheme. So he hires this woman. She is like, oh, I'm a gold digger. I'm going to marry you. And yeah. so in the eight weeks that Hallie has been gone, these two have basically got engaged. And I'm like, is there something wrong with you, Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Because, like, you seem like you cannot function when this woman is around. Yeah. Maybe she's a witch. Why are we giving Chessie oh, the credit?
1: Everyone's a witch. I love them. Anyway. <laughs> so then the master plan becomes, let's get back together. And let's get our parents together before it's too late.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they wanted to get their parents back together. But now there's a time. But now there's a timeline. And so like Annie is trying really hard to get Hallie to like come back and like unswitch. And so they can kind of like fast forward a little bit. But Hallie is like, no, I just got my mom. Screw you. And I just always I feel bad for Annie because like she just gets thrown in like she thought she was just going to go have fun and be like rich in a different part of the world. You know, (laughs) like she wasn't expecting to have to do work. Right.
1: So one thing leads to another. Natasha Richardson finds out what they know and she plans to go visit them in California in this fictional hotel in San Francisco. Yeah, the Stafford Hotel doesn't exist. It's a big Michigas meredith and her family is there dennis quaid and annie slash hallie are there then uh chessie is there chessie's there uh fucking (laughs) natasha richardson brings her family there oops oops everybody's meeting again Uh uh-oh oops we're back together as a family then they go back to napa Wasting millions of dollars... Well, because the thing is, they're like, canceled okay... canceled international flights. Once they
0: figure out what's going on, they're like, okay, girls, listen, uh, we had a perfectly good reason for this plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so that we would never have to do
1: this. Yeah.
0: And we all... your mom's racist. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's not. I should not. Natasha <laughs> Christensen, I'm so sorry.
0: I mean, if anyone's racist, I think we can all agree it's Meredith.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so they... They the kids make the condition that they all have to go on this family camping trip together, and and they're allowed to be emotionally manipulative because their parents uh, fucked them over for so long. Yeah, apparently, like they like these children get no comeuppance. Yeah. So anyway, the plan is for Natasha. Well, because they also
0: they're they're like kind of still impersonating each other, and they're like we won't tell you who's who, which is messed up until you take us on this camping trip. And then they do that because rich people just let their children do whatever. Yeah. Um, Again,
1: wasting money on flights. Yeah. Who cares? They go, they're set to go on this camping trip. Oops, last minute switcheroo instead of their real mom, Meredith goes. They fuck with Meredith the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. Meredith gets mad, says, it's the kids or me. Dennis Quaid says, I picked those guys for once in my life. Uh.
0: And <laughs> they go
1: back home. He starts to fall in love with Natasha Richardson again, but Natasha Richardson can't let herself get hurt again. She takes one kid who knows I mean, which. She's the one who threw the hairdryer at him. Yeah, and is racist. Um, <laughs> she, no, she's not. She takes one kid back to the UK, but before she can settle in Uh uh-oh dennis quaid and hallie took the Concorde. yeah they don't have that anymore
0: but (laughs) it was a plane that was super fast and it would take you to england in a very short period of
1: time and beat them there they kiss they get remarried on the queen elizabeth too chessie and martin get married
0: martin the most heterosexual man ever committed to celluloid
1: and that's the parent trap that's the parent trap what a trap What a trap. Let's go. Let's go back and talk about some fun parts. Okay. I mean,
0: like you said at the end of this sequence, you were like this, just the camp could be the whole movie. And I agree with you for both this one and the old one, like 125%. This camp stuff is solid gold. I like that in this version, the girls are a bit younger Mm -hmm. because they don't have that doofy scene where they're having that dance. Although that is a great scene because they cut out the back panel of her dress um yeah. but anyway that's like a separate issue but Absolutely. that is where the first time that you hear the song let's get together
1: yes is
0: at that dance in the original 1950s parent trap which
1: of which was a franchise did you know that there are i like did know that there were 17 a couple yeah parent <laughs> and then this one which is better than all of them yes um so let's talk camp pranks camp pranks camp pranks now no pranks at evangelical camp? Oh, well the only prank really was when <laughs> I
0: was the Catholic one at a camp for not right. that, and they all uh, wanted to know if I worshipped Mary and it was a very confusing time to be ten. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um That was hard.
1: Yeah, so I went to Girls Get Camp. We did pranks all the time. Uh yeah. So we did uh the cl- we did your classic um, you know, underwear up the flagpole, <laughs> uh bras in the trees. Uh, we uh, it was my birthday at camp one year, and they like taped my bed to a tree. Um, they put my stuff on the roof of the cabin for your birthday. For my birthday, I hate pranks so much. It was great. It's all good, <laughs> fun. We put we wrote things on. Uh, we it, we had the at our camp the like way you did pranks was you said the wood fairies did them and like wood fairies was like ha ha he, he just pretending a different thing yeah did you mean that like you. the brownies like exactly that's why you were brownies but, because they were little pixies exactly but then we had to stop doing that because some of the girls got scared that we were just ignoring that there were these otherworldly <laughs> forces running around and hanging people's underwear up so we had to like come clean and at one i remember the last year i camp counselored we had to, like, have a talk with everyone and be like, all right, guys, no, we can't do pranks this year. <laughs> Someone ruined it for everyone, and now we can't do pranks.
0: Yeah, like, the only prank I ever participated in was this thing in college where we had this, like, printout of this picture of a baby dressed up like a box of McDonald's fries <laughs> called Fry Baby. And yeah. it was, like, a tradition that got, like, passed down, Like, but, like, nobody knew who was involved, like, until, funny. like, you got chosen. So, like, then we just, like, we would, like write funny things on the pit. Like we would print out just like hundreds of them That's and then funny. write things that were funny on the fry baby photos. And then like, go put them all around the creative arts center where we went that. to school. Yeah. that was, was
1: great. Well, the pranks in this movie are pretty great too. You got the classic, uh, Oh no, I'm going to steal your clothes. You got to be naked mm-hmm. prank. That's a great one. Yeah. You got, um, the really intricate, rigging of someone's cabin prank the least
0: believable prank is where mm-hmm. they put their beds on the roof of their cabin because yeah. i am just like how did these tiny children out of like little ass girls... and like granted like you know we have like tie-dye girl is very strong mm-hmm. we know there's the girl that i identify the most with this is hallie's friend with the glasses mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. the little haircut uh velma let's call Yeah, her. velma so like I kind of... said it wasn't them. It's a prank on It's Hallie. a prank on yeah. them. And I just love... I love... Okay, look. You know it's a Nancy Myers movie because every single one of these children is actually a thrice-divorced <laughs> 45-year-old. <laughs> because, like, they see the prank with the beds on the roof and tie-dye girl just goes... Because Hallie's really tired because they were playing basketball. And she's like, I'm just going to go lay in my bunk and sleep till lunch. And her friend just goes... That's not going to be a possibility, babe. (laughs) And I'm like, what 11-year-olds are running around calling each other babe? Except I can totally see you doing it. Yes. But like only because you saw an older person
1: doing it. It's true. It's true because I watched uh, Will and Grace a lot and (gasps) I wanted to be Karen even though I was... 11 and 12 um yes i also think that is far-fetched and also like no adults do anything until like the hugest prank
0: and only because it inconvenienced the adults yeah like that to me was always like the real reason Mm -hmm. why that happened and so the camp is run by the marvas Mm -hmm. marva Mm senior and marva junior her daughter Mm -hmm. and i thought i would just take this time to point out some (laughs) historical fun Uh, which is that like in like puritanical times, this was a lot more common because like now the sort of like social assumption is like, oh, you can only be like a junior if you're a man Mm -hmm. and have those kind of honorific names. But uh, if you look at the history of the Salem Witch Trials, Mm -hmm. i.e. not in the trash play by Arthur Miller, the Crucible, which is a complete bastardization of history, the woman who was kind of like at the center of it well, the girl was Ann Putnam Jr. And her mother, Ann Putnam Sr. Mm-hmm. Unclear how much she actually had to do with things. But this is all based on my own personal favorite bastardization of history. A Break With Charity by uh, Ann Rinaldi. Snooze.
1: And if you want a... No, that is an interesting fact. I just Did don't... Did you just say snooze
0: I, to an Ann Rinaldi book?
1: I don't particularly like Break With
0: Charity. Monster. Well, it's
1: because I'm ruined because I read a great young adult book about the Salem Witch Trials called Witch Child by Celia Rees, which is fantastic. Does it say that witches are real? It doesn't not say that they're mm-hmm. real, eh, No, bad, but, moving on. But it on. ties it in with Native American mythology. It's actually a dope trilogy. Anyway, okay. um, but no, I didn't say snooze to that fact. I said snooze. I don't particularly like Break With Charity, but we'll put it on the book list. You're wrong. Unless it's already on the book list. It, it might be. be. I talk
0: about it all the time. Anyway. I gift it to like all my friends' teenage children.
1: <laughs> that is a very cool factoid. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Let's talk about I will
0: say what was a snooze was Stacy Schiff's book, The Witches, about the Salem Witch Trials. I agree. I tried to read it and I love her Cleopatra biography so much. Mm-hmm. This one was just fucking awful. I know. Anyway. Stacy Stacy. I know that we all want to win a Pulitzer Prize and just phone it in, but,
1: like, it's <laughs> um, a bit much. You know what's great is The Witches by Roald Dahl. Oh, that is great. You want a good witch book. That's a good witch book. Yeah, that one's super dark. My favorite thing about the camp sequence is the isolation bunk, because <sighs> even as a young child, I was like, you're telling me. You just have to sit in the cabin all day. You don't have to go outside. You can sit where all your books are. Sign me up. I do love
0: to like, I mean, I know that they're there for eight weeks, but like these kids like really dig in in terms of like decorating their cabins. I love it. So yeah, so they finally get in trouble and they are removed from, granted, I think, honestly, If anything, they should have been put in the isolation cabin for fleecing everyone at camp
1: Uh, by playing poker. Now, baby, that's a part of it. (laughs) My brother once came home from camp like $75 richer just because he like scammed everybody. Well,
0: and I mean, so we get all these things in this lead up here. We're like, oh, they're both allergic to strawberries oh they both are really good at poker you know how twins are always really good at poker if one of them is um but like for real though twins are creepy yes like that is not to disrespect any twins who might be listening but like you know like you know you got that crazy ass like shared twins speak like yeah like there's a lot that we don't understand about the neurological like implications of like coming from the same cells and like Mm -hmm. being in you know, close proximity in vitro, like it's mm-hmm. cre- I'm sorry. In utero, not in vitro.
1: That's okay. Totally different thing. Um, so yeah. So the isolation bunk scenes I love and they through chatting with each other realize, Oh no, they're twins. <gasps> how did it take them this long? It is. I think it just, splints. how did it
0: take them this? But I mean, this would be such a like, think <laughs> about like, there's another version of this movie where these two just, like, have a complete nervous breakdown and go a 100% heavenly creatures on everybody.
1: Oh, 1 billion percent. Yeah, like... Right, we're just... We're making it a fun romp. They should be it, it they in should be, position. They should be, yeah, forever.
0: Like, how do you... How do you therapize yeah. this out of someone? You can't. It, yeah, it, it truly is uh, mind-blowing. And blowing. it's so much less believable in the modern setting. Because, oh, like, yeah. in the 50s, you're like, yeah...
1: This makes sense. Sh- weird shit happens. Yeah, People- well, because
0: like in the fifties, divorce was so mm-hmm. taboo mm-hmm. that you could kind of see some kind of case for it. Yeah, but like, granted, this is pre-smartphones, and it is kind of weird, like right. the way I'm like uh, everybody's on a landline. Like, what's and like Meredith is an asshole because she has a cell phone.
1: Yeah, that was the marker for assholes. <laughs> and back in the
0: day. it's just so odd that like uh you know people who got divorced in 1986 presumably hours after she (laughs) gave birth to twins exactly like they're just why would you you know uh,
1: look i get look i
0: get that divorce is hard and people are petty but like i just find it so hard to believe that you would not want to see your child again
1: i know well especially if you're imagining it like i am it's like Minutes after giving birth, they put the baby in a suitcase and they're like, cool, I'm going to Napa. <laughs> See you later. Well, no. And on top of that, it's like, OK,
0: what a horrifying existential assumption to make, which is, oh, great. I had identical twins. It won't make any difference to them God. or us
1: if they aren't together. Truly horrifying. It was like <laughs> they seriously pulled a like King Solomon kind of switcheroo where they're like, eh, that Yeah, was except fine. that there was no true parent around to yeah. be like, hey <laughs>
0: These Maybe guys, and like and they get everybody in their lives.
1: Meanwhile, to buy into this. Know, meanwhile, like some sweet gay couple in 1986 was like, "Can we please adopt a baby?" And everybody's like, "No, you wouldn't know what to do with a baby if you had one." Meanwhile, these psychopaths. Uh, it's it's truly. Just an insane thing.
0: Anyway, happen. well, we've addressed how insane it is, and now let's just have fun.
1: So let's get to the first of two truly harrowing scenes in this movie.
0: Okay. The, you are... I just... I don't understand why this is so upsetting to you, but okay.
1: Um, hello. They pierced her ears with a just a rusty needle that they had <laughs> in their shoebox. It wasn't rusty. If it was, she would have gotten tetanus. Now, did you know, I just did some research just now... When they first aired this in the UK, they took out that scene so oh, that seriously? people wouldn't cop- do a copycat crime. And now when they uh, show Parent Trap on, on Disney Channel, they also cut out that scene. Oh my God, seriously? And it makes sense because as I was telling you as we we're watching this, my brother pierced his own ears via the instructions mm-hmm. in the Parent Trap. So. Well, and I'll say this too.
0: Like this again is like we're like okay clearly this is a movie made about children going to summer camp in the 90s made by someone who went to summer camp in the late 60s early (laughs) 70s because like when they do the thing where Hallie beats Annie in poker and she has to go jump in the lake without her clothes like they're all standing there holding candles (laughs) because they were doing a break with charity cosplay Uh. after after the poker game. But it's just like, okay, you don't have a flashlight. Yeah. Flashlights were totally a thing in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. And then like she's like, Oh, we're gonna pierce your ears. And cut your hair. And cut your hair. <sighs> Again, I guess it's because there's only two adults at this camp. But can't in be my everywhere. day, you are not allowed to have those things at camp. Oh, they would no. be confiscated.
1: For sure. As can't skyline ranch's scissor monitor i can (laughs) tell you with absolute certainty you don't let girls buy themselves with sharp shit absolutely not and they would be in so much trouble as adults who were supposed to be supervising if your kid came home with holes in their body that they didn't have so atrocious but that must have had
0: one hell of a liability waiver at this camp where they
1: were like listen we're not
0: taking responsibility for anything you people are rich
1: it's fine. They'll be fine. That scene, I will never forget it as long as I live. So, um, they do the great handshake. She learns a British accent, blah, 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 blah. We switch. Yeah, Annie has to bite her nails. That is crazy that I realized this time I watched it. She has to like performatively gnaw her nails off. Yep.
0: Commit <laughs> I, to the bit, Molly. Commit, commit to the bit. To the bit. I love it.
1: <laughs> so she goes to Holly as Annie goes to London. And once again, the laws, there she goes. I will never associate with any other movie, even though it's been in several.
0: Me neither, but I need to back up briefly because Martin picks her up at the airport in another scene that is just like, whoa, because this movie came out 20 years ago. Mm. And Martin picks her up at the gate, which she can't do anymore. Mm-mm. And uh, they do their handshake. She passes the first test mm-hmm. of knowing the handshake. True. And I swear to God, another gay guy who looks a lot like Martin just like totally like checks him out. He's like, mm. <laughs>
1: hey, he's good with kids. Yeah. Hi, hi, hi! He's hanging out with that little bud. Are you a guy? Are you a Because <laughs> <laughs> as a Legally Blind musical has taught me, you can never know.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um, in case you haven't been... Because I haven't actually come out to... Martin is clearly very, very, very gay. Yes. In my opinion. And yet, in 1998, he had to be heterosexual.
1: Well, it's just like Lily Moskowitz in The Princess Diaries.
0: <gasps> Sorry. I briefly thought you were talking about Tanya Moskowitz no. in An American
1: Tale. No. Fully!
0: <laughs> Fully Moskowitz! <laughs>
1: so yes uh yeah, so she
0: gets home and it's this is so sweet there's something and i mean it's very clear that like nancy myers was working some shit out here because she has her arrive at yeah. the house and she's like oh like hallie's like praying to herself she's like oh my god like please let her like me <laughs> and it's so heartbreaking but i'm also like my asshole fact checkery self is like mm, well actually you should be right if she likes annie because she thinks you're annie but anyway she goes inside what the hell why would
1: you make that distinction though i'm, I'm confused because
0: about- even if natasha richardson likes her it's not her oh i see you're adding a extra wrinkle to yeah because okay, she's like fine. going into this like acting like oh it's some referendum on her as a human being but it's not it's a referendum on whether or not she's impersonating her twin sister Uh, interesting yeah cool Uh, listen i don't know if you are familiar with me i'm good at ruining stuff (laughs) um so she goes in and she meets her grandfather and they totally just like lift some dialogue from the original Mm -hmm. about how her grandfather smells of peppermint and pipe tobacco and Mm -hmm. it's very sweet And then her mom comes downstairs and is just like the most beautiful goddamn angel. And she like totally affirms her pierced ears and her hair. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I wonder what that's like. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh, baby, I do that for you. Uh, It's not the same.
0: It would be nice if my mom didn't just coat everything in a veneer of disapproval. Uh, It's horrible. Anyway, they go upstairs and, you know, they're catching up on things. Martin has found Hallie's stuffed bunny, Cuppy, which is a dumb name for a stuffed bunny. Look, and I had a stuffed dog named Poochie. Like, I know from dumb, dumb names. Like, (laughs) this is not a thing. But anyway, like Hallie has to, like, think fast because he's like, I'm throwing this away. And she's like, no!
1: Right. Don't do it! Then what follows is a scene where there's a dress emergency and Natasha (laughs) Richardson has to go save the day. But... What she does is actually a war crime. Um,
0: <laughs> ah, I so disagree. <laughs> I think this looks so great. Oh, but please horrific. continue to describe it.
1: So another quick fun fact before we dive into this is that um, all of the dresses that are supposed to be Elizabeth James designed dresses are actually Vera Wang. I thought so. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know if that's because I read that piece of trivia at some point or because I just have such a good eye for Vera
1: Wang. Now, nah, baby, you can spot a Wang at seven paces.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> So, is that also from Will and Grace? Yes,
0: <laughs> honey. There's one thing I know. <laughs> I'm sure it is. You um, know my all my towels in the bathroom of your are Vera Wang. Ooh, mm-hmm. girl, you fancy. fancy. She makes holes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So the problem, the fashion emergency, is they need to have a veil, but also show the back of this model's dress. And they needed the designer to the solve designer. this,
0: like. There is really, although it does seem like she is, like, she's, like, running the whole business here, Mm -hmm. so, like, she is the the mm -hmm. owner-operator, but still, as a professional photographer, I feel like you ought to be able to solve the problem of making a veil three inches shorter.
1: Agreed. So, what they end up doing, which I find particularly heinous, is... (laughs) They tack a veil onto a fucking white top hat. I love this. And are like, this is high fashion. I legitimately
0: hate that I didn't do this at my wedding. God, it's so stupid. But I didn't wear a veil because... I was rejecting the traditional Judeo-Christian narrative. Nice. So yeah, listen, I wanted it to be very clear that no one was tricking my husband into marrying a woman that he wasn't expecting, <laughs> uh, only to be
1: surprised <laughs> years later that you to discover marrying- that I was marrying a woman <laughs> that I didn't expect. <laughs> Well, anyway, redheads, please contact us if you think that hat is cool or if you think correctly that it is horrifying. Oh, my God. You're so wrong. All right. Let's move on. I am the Pol Pot of that hat and I (laughs) will defend it till my my dying day. So uh, then we go to Napa with, oh, zaddy Dennis Quaid. like to die
0: Oh my god, we, he's so handsome. And like movie. we had discussed prior to his actual emergence in this film cuz you don't really see their faces much in the beginning on purpose. Cuz I assume it's not them. Um uh, oh yeah, good point. But anyway, um we had talked about how hot he is and oh, we yeah. were blown away anew like 1990s Dennis Quaid mm. is there a more attractive man? like god and he's got meg the- ryan you fucked up you goofed. you fu- for russell crow russell for crow. russell crow he's not they- even cute I, look i know i know and look she and i share a birthday
1: so it's like i get it uh-huh. but also it was dennis quaid dennis quaid and in this movie he's not just dennis quaid he's like if dennis quaid owned a fucking vineyard we had a
0: discussion the full implications of which are still kind of upsetting to me but like we were both like i would never call a man daddy in bed except for dennis quaid oh like i'd be like fuck me daddy fuck me i can't god i i said i'm gonna wank I'm gonna wank it. Like, this is crazy. I'm gonna wank it, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lord. This is
1: a children's movie. This is a children's movie, and they blatantly make references that Dennis Quaid is fucking.
0: He's fucking a lot. can I uh,
1: permit me to zoom forward a little bit? Yeah, please. Okay, so we're not really going in a linear way anymore. We don't really have to. it's summertime, boo. Yeah. This is a fun movie. So, he is dating Meredith, and they have undeniable some chemistry yeah mostly on her
0: part. i mean also she seems like a real succubus oh, so God, I love it.
1: anyhow um so one part i noticed this time i have never noticed before is when they're in the hotel in san francisco lol they're not um, <laughs> she shepherds her family away she shepherds the kid away and she says let's go check out the honeymoon suite the next shot of her is her shepherding him into an elevator and saying, Silly, that's why they have do not disturb signs. Mm-hmm. And then she starts macking on him in the elevator. The next scene, Dennis Quaid is emerging from a hotel room, noticeably tasseled. They fucked. The
0: thing that I think is most impressive to me about Meredith in this scene is she yeah. like straight up like was like, hey mom and dad, we're gonna meet you in the bar in ten minutes. That's enough time for her to get in there and, like, <sighs> deliver a
1: solid orgasm to one sweet zaddy Dennis Quaid. Oh, God, it's great. And and then... Oh, yes. Anyway. um, So this brings us to, I think, the next point is when we meet the queen of this movie, Meredith Blake, mm-hmm. who is uh my age. For, uh, I guess not anymore, because she's 26 in this movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so she was... I was recently her age. Listen... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, She's 26 from San Francisco dating this hot zaddy who owns a vineyard. If this was your friend Mm -hmm. and she was like, hey, here's a cool thing. I'm engaged to this guy. And then the next week she came to you. She's like, get this, bitch. He has an ex-wife. Not only that, we thought it was weird I was dating someone with one kid. Bitch has two kids. Get this. He shipped one away down the memory hole, and then his ex-wife came back. His kids fucking put a lizard in my mouth, and now we're not getting married. If you were Meredith's friend, you would be like, I guess I have to kill a man. (laughs) I have to kill a man and murder two children.
0: Normally, I would be more sympathetic to the woman. Mm -hmm. However... The thing that bugs me here is the timeline. I wouldn't be Meredith's friend. Right. Because I would not be friends with a person who thought it was appropriate in any way to try to trap a man into marriage Mm -hmm. in like eight weeks. Like that is (sighs) like you need at least a full twelve. No, that's okay. Like you need to make it look real. No. And this is just so clearly. I mean, listen, I think she definitely thinks he's hot. Oh, yeah. Because he is unquestionably super hot even
1: in his like dad shirts like I hate that part when Chessie is like I gotta wonder what this hot young thing is going after Dennis Quaid and it's like bitch he's, <laughs> she- Dennis, he's Quaid!
0: Dennis Quaid <laughs> okay my theory on Chessie mm-hmm. knowing as we zoom forward that mm-hmm. Chessy gets engaged to Martin mm-hmm. the most heterosexual man in the world mm-hmm. and can't understand why somebody would be sexually interested in Dennis Quaid Chessie is a very high-functioning blind person. Ah, yeah, yeah. That I think she's passing for seeing. Which is
1: great for representation. It's great
0: for representation. (laughs) I just think that it makes people like me think maybe a gay person will fall in love with you when they're not going to.
1: Yeah, you're right. Let's talk about Chessie. So Chessie has been his housekeeper since before his daughter was born. And according to her, she has met... Elizabeth at some point. Well, and, and Elizabeth saw, confirms because she knows who she is. Yeah, and she saw Hallie and Annie as little babies. Mm-hmm. So why did she, another adult, allow them to go through with this plan? D- is she just meeting Elizabeth at the hospital, and that's the first time they're meeting? Did Elizabeth live with them in Napa while she was gestating? I fucking don't know the answer. I think
0: Elizabeth did live in Napa. Okay. I think that, you know, I mean, Chessie was like the servant or whatever. I don't know why Chess I mean, but look, you can't you can't go to your boss and be like, hey, that's true, rich boss. Well, don't separate your children at birth.
1: I know. That is like the number <laughs> or, one. Or I mean thing. even
0: like you can, but you can't you can't convince a man not to separate his children know, at right. birth.
1: Tale is old as time. <laughs> Chessie is great.
0: Chessie is great.
1: What else shall we say about this movie? Um, I think that I don't know. Um, and oh, it- <laughs> I wanna tell my dumb Jesse joke. We were watching this and I was like, what's Jesse short for? Oh, I got it. Her full name is Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> it could
0: be. And I feel like Nancy Meyer is like knows someone named Chessie. And she's like, Chessie's really gonna love this. It By the way, be. I need very, very much for Nancy Meyer and margaret atwood mm-hmm. to have a very special episode of Crackers with crony <laughs> that would be great I would. Love it that. would just be like an, an infinity get it i agree be like get it oh uh, get it just your uh, daughter's names are hallie and annie get it
1: all of the cardigans all of the scarves flying in the air i would just adore it <laughs> i would love it i'd love it i want to pull your attention to a sex joke that gets made but <laughs> again i didn't realize until now um they straight up say in a mo- in a disney movie that a-, a marriage should be more than just sex a child says it to an adult a baby says it to meredith in a disney movie and yeah that is incredible i is it straight up disney or is it touchstone pictures Oh, I believe it to be a Disney movie. I feel like
0: it started. I don't know. Look, there's a lot. Like, anyway, look, Nancy Myers was like, I insist that there be fucking. All right, Michael Eisner, I insist. There has to be fucking. I'm Nancy fucking Myers. All right? Uh. So that happens. One thing that we haven't talked about that I think we really need to talk about is the suits. The suits. The suits. Little known fact, the suits in this movie (laughs) inspired the television show Suits. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So when we first meet Annie, she's wearing a suit. Mm Mm-hmm. She's summer camp As you do How did this bitch Even find out About summer camp
1: I think She was reading The babysitter's club Book that I really like and it talked about them going to summer camp. The
0: one where um, Stacy thought she had Lyme disease.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great and one. And
0: Marianne's uh, cabin mates hated her yes. until she decided to try to sneak out to go make out with Logan. Yes. And then that one counselor was like, it's OK. Like, I'm horny, too. Girl, and uh, I can't believe
1: you're remembering the exact details of this because it is that exact one. Yeah.
0: And then they think that she's really cool. And Marianne's like, I don't even really like Logan. Like, I just wanted them to stop torturing me. Yeah. I have a thing for Chrissy, <laughs> Yeah, as we all know.
1: Obviously. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I you. Oh, and they you. made
0: it. Um, They Christmas each other. Cabin A yes. and Cabin B Christmas each other
1: with baby oh. powder snow. Wow. The Babysitter's Club is a delight. And if I had all the time in the world, I would address every single babysitter's club book in minute detail with you
0: listen we don't have the kind of time we don't but I would love it if we did we I am excited like if they're developing a show about it and
1: um, what's her name is involved shoot 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 uh, Rachel Schukert yeah i'm super on board with that like my, that's a great fit my dream is to become a tv writer in time to be considered to help write well then show. i suggest you crank out some spec scripts i'm working on okay, one good. right now i'm very
0: proud of you that's great okay. um okay so okay we're not done talking about the suits we oh, got distracted by the babysitter's club i'm sorry she shows up to summer camp in a suit mm-hmm. i believe hallie i'm sorry yeah hallie when she goes to london dressed as annie Wearing a similar suit in black and white,
1: and no, I'm sorry, she does wear the same suit that she went to camp in. I thought they were slightly different. They're absolutely not, except for this time she has her hair down. Mm, It is no, I'm. I will bet you five dollars they're the same suit.
0: Okay, I'm like I'm gonna look at it. Okay, um, I have five
1: dollars in my wallet right now. Okay, great.
0: I mean the difference. (laughs) What? I don't know. I was just... I, anyway, don't worry about it. The
1: different suit that potentially... When you leave,
0: I'm going to check on that suit, and then I'm going to wank bitch, it to DQAV. I can
1: pull it up now. Um, the uh, <laughs> But perhaps the second suit you're thinking of is when she goes to the wedding store with her mom. She's wearing a powder blue suit. Yes. And then mm-hmm. at the very end, Hallie is wearing...
0: <laughs> She's wearing a suit that looks like someone yeah. familiar. Who, who did the you Joker. think? The <laughs> Joker.
1: She looked decidedly like the joke um, in this outfit because it's like a lime green shirt a suede purple
0: suit again it's like summertime is not suit season no babe like if you're gonna wear a suit in the summertime it better be seersucker girl that
1: suit (laughs) has got to be a seersucker suit oh my god peppercrass peppercrass bring suit.
0: me my like a soup
1: peppercrass there's actually a great article that has like almost all of the outfits in a uh, parent trap that i'll put on okay so this is the initial suit <gasps> okay right? okay yeah. i'm gonna find a picture of the other one
0: no okay whatever look it's fine okay oh suddenly you're backing away from this bet uh, I mean, I want your $5. I never said I would give you $5. <laughs> All right. Well, it's for the podcast listeners to decide. <laughs> Listen, uh. if you want me to give Molly $5, please donate to our Venmo. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. What a delight. So, okay. So, yeah. And then also, like, Natasha Richardson always wearing the sheath dress, looking very classy. Looks so good. Grandfather always wearing just a delightful tweedy plaid situation. Mm-hmm. I wish he got more screen time. Truly. You know who else I bet wishes he had more screen time is the guy who plays their chauffeur, <laughs> who I strongly suspect read for the role of
1: grandfather, didn't uh, get it. This is a great way to pivot to, oh, look, that's that same suit as she's going home. Okay. Um, the This is a great time to pivot to another couple facts I learned about the parent trap is that scarlett johansson auditioned for this role she would have been terrible jenna malone interviewed for this role she would have been amazing and um uh oh crap i'm forgetting her name uh mara wilson also auditioned for this role i'm not into mara wilson i think she's hilarious on the whole i don't like her on twitter well okay um i don't know but yeah sorry mara those guys could have been the kids from the parent trap but they're not so
0: similar. I am have on board with Jenna Malone, but like Jenna Malone's career wound up taking such a bizarre turn into like all these really, really fucked up things. Other than saved, which is fantastic. It is, but that's also kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, when she thought she could cure a gay person with her vagina. I mean... Don't try that at home, kids. We've all been there, BB. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That's God, just, you know that's... who's so pretty is Mary Louise Parker. Oh, yeah. She's so pretty. It makes me angry. Like, I want to punch a wall. Agreed. Agreed.
1: There's, I cannot even <laughs> fault you for that because, gosh, she is... Very- no, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do
0: with how pretty you are. Like, Ugh. I just... Because I'm never going to be that pretty. Like, I'm just not. Babe,
1: you are that
0: pretty. I'm not that pretty. Yes, you are. Molly, I love you and I super appreciate your attempts to, like, build me up Listen. and validate me. But, you know, like... Listen, if you put me next to Mary Louise Parker on hot or com, Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be hot. Okay. That's fair. Yeah.
1: Who am I? I'm not saying that beauty is a binary by any means. Beauty is a binary. You're either beautiful. (laughs) You're either Mary Louise Parker or you're not dead. (laughs) What else? Um, I was thinking this whole time. I am so upset that we weren't on air when. The brief hour when there was a Handmaid's Tale wine. Uh, (laughs) Because several people sent it to us. That made me so angry. And I hated it so much. I had my credit card out to buy several bottles. And it was cruelly pulled from the market. I want
0: to be very clear. Even if I still drank, I would have never, ever drank in that wine.
1: But what I would want... Is where is the parent trap? Yeah, where's our Parker Knoll wine? Where is it? Oh my God. I'm furious that we don't have it.
0: So Dennis Quaid can't wear shirts that fit him in this movie. He has
1: some kind of body dysmorphia in this movie where he buys shirts several times too big for him. Yeah. And so does Chessie, to be quite honest.
0: And then, I mean, it also was the 90s. Like, you Mm -hmm. were probably too young to remember this, but, like, wearing shirts that were too big was a thing. Yeah. But, like, he's wearing one with a tie, and it was just so, like, it's like when, like, a kid in, like, grade school, like... (laughs) I don't know. I just kept getting like grade school dance. Like, you're like, oh, I'm wearing my dad's shirt and tie. Or me during my Avril Lavigne phrase. Um, You were a skater boy? I said, see you later. (laughs) Also, one of my funniest moments in this movie, this watch, was when the twins come down, when they're like, we're not going to be your puppets anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're both wearing like these, like, you know matching but like different color uh ralph Lauren polo uh-huh. shirts and they come down and like there's no indication that like anything's wrong and just natasha richardson just goes what are you doing we go got a plane to catch i don't know why she's australian suddenly but anyway peace <laughs> natasha's peace <laughs> and i'm just like oh you can't wear fucking ralph
1: Lauren polo on a plane now what the f- Fuck! Not in the Concorde, baby. Oh my God! Why do you think she's wearing that Joker suit? <laughs> They're like, I'm sorry,
0: you must be this ridiculous to board the Concorde.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's sorry, like, you're not extra enough to ride on this plane. Please, uh, another fun fact. You might. I'm just throwing them in here, willy-nilly. But yeah, absolutely. Another great fun fact is the actress who plays Aunt Vicky, who is Meredith's mom, was essentially the meredith character in the original who was named vicky who was named vicky in the original parent trap that's, that's a cool my fact.
0: fanfic we're like this is all like an elaborate like multi-generational like revenge she's plot. like uh miss havisham
1: estella-ing <laughs> her to like also oh
0: my god did we talk about it on the podcast when you were afraid to tell me that i was a miss havisham and uh, instead, like you tried to like softball. I'm mean, like, I you're did. in a stone. I was like, no, bitch. I'm a Miss Havisham. And you were yep. like, thank God. I was worried I was going to yes. offend you. Yes. Anyway, I'm very dark and alternative, just like Miss Havisham. Truly.
1: <laughs> Miss Havisham is the goth queen that we never appreciate. Incidentally, help yourself to this rancid
0: wedding cake that I just keep in here. I was going to talk to you about that. We should probably get you out of have that dress. Seen the, have you seen the South Park that they did of no. Great Expectations? No. It's fantastic. Oh. You should definitely watch it. Wow. Yeah. Watch it with Mitchell. He'll enjoy it
1: if he hasn't already seen it. He, listen, he's seen a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this is a, this is a television show. Oh, perfect. He's um, never seen one of those.
0: Oh, you made, <laughs> you made an excellent point because there's the fun scene where like Dennis. Okay. So here's a, another fun timeline. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid is coerced into going and getting a little something, something in the honeymoon suite with Meredith. Coerced. I'm not sure that she doesn't have him under a spell. Anyway, they're in the elevator and he's like making out with her and he sees Natasha Richardson and looks very confused and does the thing where like the elevator door is closing and he's confused.
1: As you would if you saw your 11 year estranged ex lover. He then goes immediately after that to
0: fuck Meredith. Immediately after that. Goes to find his estranged ex-wife of eleven years. I just—that's a lot. I mean, and listen, and I'm somebody who loves to like have two people on the string. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's great. It's a good feeling. It'll it's make great. you feel beautiful, ladies. Uh, that's I mean,
1: your beauty tip. Yeah. For
0: well, August. I'm just like I'm not like suggesting that you cheat on your like spouse or anything. I'm just of saying course. if you're in a scenario where you can have two lovers, do it. True. Three is the ideal number. We don't have time to get into that so (laughs) one for every hole baby god yeah so they never want to be in the same room with each other Uh, because they're all fucking babies uh, so he then goes looking for elizabeth who's actually at the bar drinking tar and he's just like walking around this whole pool and like falls in the pool and when he fell in the pool molly sanchez said one of the greatest things that i have ever heard in my whole life which was if you made a movie in the 1990s and nobody falls in a pool, was it even a movie? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a television show. <laughs> it just happened a lot.
1: It did. It did. Happened it, in the movie Beethoven. Yes. Um. I think it happened in It Takes Two as well. I feel Which like is, I saw that, but I was
0: so angry at that movie for being like a cut rate uh parent, parent trap, trap. Yeah. yeah
1: it so is except for the best thing about it takes two they're not genetically related in that movie what it's shut two your presupposes mouth. with the olsen twins that they're just two people who look similar they're never described to be sisters or twins they're just two chicks i wonder. trying to get along
0: I wonder if that's because, like, Disney has, like, copyrighted the concept of, like, identical twins. Oh, I'm sorry. We
1: can't make a movie about that because Disney has copyrighted twins. (laughs) They copyrighted two things, (laughs) Marvel and twins. Oh, my God. Well, there goes the DC Extended Universe twins movie I was going to (laughs) make.
0: Oh, Oh, sorry. Sorry, James Gunn. Anyway. uh... (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the weather. definitely
1: don't want twins and James Gunn in the same sentence together.
0: I'm not wearing a collar, but if I was, (laughs) I'd be tugging at it uncomfortably. Mm. So let's talk about all the ways this movie's wrong about life in Northern California.
1: Okay. Number one, uh, no hotel in San Francisco has a pool. Um, Number two, it's cold. It's very cold. It's
0: cold all the time. And like... When they take these two out on a boat for this crazy dinner that Grandpa paid for, which, Mm -hmm. like, they're like, where did you get the money to pay for this? It's like, what do you think being rich is all about, dingus? Like... Natasha Richardson is in like a strapless dress essentially. Actually it has straps but anyway. It looks great. It was the dress that Martin knew exactly where it was in her closet and said that he would wear it if he had her legs and I was like okay thank you the most heterosexual (laughs) man in the world. (sighs) So but but, like oh my god she would be so cold that she would push her children into the water. Yeah. Like there's no protection from the elements where they were. Truly.
1: Um, One quick thing I want to say one little movie snippet they popped in there is the name of the boat that they're on is called halcyon mm-hmm. which as we know means uh sort of a idyllic memory of happiness past halcyon do you think um that so they on purpose. That, like the children did that on purpose i don't <laughs> yes
0: they had one boat and had, he was like well as we know there
1: were two boats one was the sea breeze dreaming and one was the halcyon. And she's like, well, I just feel like thematically, it makes more sense to take the halcyon. And when you consider the Greek root, halcyon. And then she pushes her into (laughs) the harbor. (sighs) Except for she didn't, because as I kept reminding you, this whole movie, one of them is a tennis ball. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now listen.
0: My other favorite thing that Molly said. We're sitting here and it's like seven minutes into the movie and she just goes... (laughs) This movie is wild. This movie is wild. It's one person, but it looks
1: like they're two different people. That one's a tennis ball. <laughs> I just wanted to point out the magic of special effects that brought us to Lindsay Lohan's. Speaking of which. The magic which would years and years later bestow my vagina the gift of two army hammers in the social network brought me to Lindsay lohans and listen i was seven when this movie came out i was convinced this was a real set of twins until i went home and watched a movie surfers documentary jk it was just an interstitial thing i watched a movie surfers behind the scenes where they showed scenes of her talking to the tennis ball that they would later animate to be this other person Mm -hmm. blue mcgord And if I was high watching this, which I wasn't, I might be one day in my life, I would lose my mind.
0: So also the magic of movies, that lizard that upsets you so much, that's the second most upsetting scene. The lizard that goes in Meredith's mouth, I was watching and it has very clear like early Harry Potter CGI syndrome where there was no lizard ever in that actress's mouth. Well, that makes me feel better. I thought that it might.
1: So I wanted to share that information with you. you. That is the second most harrowing scene. (laughs) You also, speaking of the things that were different between Northern California and this movie, is that it seems weird that Meredith seems styled as a very, like, L.A. woman, and uh, Meredith is kind of, in her dress, especially during the hiking Uh scene, very, I'm getting a very, like, L.A. vibe It's very L.A.
0: Well, and I mean, the hotel that they did shoot at was in Marina Del Rey. So, I mean... And I had genuinely forgotten that they were supposed to be in Northern California. Like, mm-hmm. I, rem- like I somehow separately remembered like the vineyard and the Napa part, but like mm-hmm. didn't put that together because their lifestyle is so Southern California.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. To me, it checks out with what I know about living in like Napa. Oh, and- you got a rich friend? I, I don't know how much I have people who live in uh, let me let me backtrack that I, uh, living in Sebastopol okay 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 okay, okay. is similar okay. <laughs> um but but the only thing that strikes me as weird is, is Meredith's workout attire yeah and well her i mean unfamiliarity I, with hiking
0: would also peg her potentially as like somebody who like graduated from like ucla uh, and then yeah. moved to san francisco that makes sense um and there's like literally no reason that anybody should ever have to get that detailed about yeah. the villainous in a children's movie Fair. that is surprisingly full of fucking
1: can um, i tell you um elaine let me get her name correct because no no <laughs> You think you're so funny.
0: Um, I'm pretty funny.
1: I'm pretty amusing. <laughs> Elaine Hendricks, who plays Meredith, um, someone tweeted pictures of her as Meredith uh, and said, kids today will never know how much we hated this woman. And she retweeted it with the caption, I will ship every one of you brats off to Switzerland. Ah! And I know that I am representing my brand correctly because several people sent that to me. Yeah. (laughs) No,
0: look, I don't think I ever really hated her. She is not as hateable as Vicky in the original somehow. And like she's manipulative, but she's very like on the level with these kids in a way that she shouldn't be. no one has appropriate boundaries with these children no one no one does no one because they are all thrice divorced 45 year olds
1: (laughs) who who say things like honey
0: you never looked better like what you're a child but i mean at the same time and it's weird because it's like they're saying all those things but i'm like i don't feel like you're really around well i guess hallie probably is imitating chessie
1: And I will say Lilo does such an amazing job. Imagine your first major mm-hmm. acting job and you have to pull double duty yeah, like Yeah, I'm that.
0: still imagining my first major acting
1: <laughs> job and I would not be this good. <laughs> She's a gem. This is like the best performance Lilo has ever given in her entire Disagree, life.
0: Disagree. I think Katie Heron is a better performance. You're right. I really do. <clears throat> is that your favorite Lilo movie? Probably. Me too. But I, I also see... love Rachel McAdams and Lacey Chabert.
1: Wanna... Amanda
0: Seafried looks weird and I don't like her. And I, I was her. very upset that she played cassette in Les Mis when she obviously cannot sing. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> she can sing fine. N- no. Listen. I mean, look, she's who- no Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Lilo. So can I. You were expressing concern about what Lindsay Lohan is doing nowadays. Yes. So Lindsay Lohan, get this, um, has a line of nightclubs in in mykonos okay which is like i think the lie you would tell at your high school reunion if you didn't want to admit that you weren't doing anything yeah like you'd be like oh yes i have several hotels (laughs) where are they um they're in mykonos Mykonos." (laughs) don't go there but she's about to have her own reality show on uh mtv i think so i'm very excited Uh... also thank you for everybody who has been texting me Telling me to watch this uh, reality show with somebody from the hills on it uh, because they reminded uh, them of Shannon. I thought that was very funny. Uh, I'm not going to watch it because I have several seasons of the Kardashians to keep up with. But thank you for your concern. Anyway,
0: I don't know that I have much else to say about the movie, but I am just so sad about what happened to Lindsay Lohan. And that's I mean, there's a lot of reasons that I hate cocaine, but like she's definitely up there.
1: I knew like
0: look what cocaine did and Dina Lohan. Like there's uh, a special
1: place in hell for Dina Lohan. Yeah. It's the Joe Jackson Ward. (laughs) Uh, Ward makes it sound too bucolic. (laughs) (laughs) Halcyon even. Uh, Um, All right. Well, that
0: was incredibly fun. Oh, my gosh. Like if you haven't watched this before. Like if you haven't rewatched it, like in anticipation of this, like go grab your best gal pal huh. and just watch the shit out of this movie. We ate Oreos with peanut butter yes. because Molly brought a thematically appropriate snack, always, and it was just such a delight. Just it was great. Time. Delight your senses for
1: a day, yeah. And we'll be back into the harrowing world of Gilead <laughs> soon enough. Oh my god,
0: the sun kills us first. Girl, have you seen that there is a pharmaceutical company called Gilead?
1: yes several people have sent us pictures okay but i didn't realize
0: they're the people who manufacture prep Uh the anti-hiv uh medication and i am like so creeped out because the one of the central things in the oryx and creek i guess it's the mad adam trilogy but Mm -hmm. (laughs) way to name the trilogy after the worst book maggie at, (gasps) anyway that whole thing is about how pharmaceutical companies will destroy us all. Right. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh don't get AIDS though, please, everyone. Please. No um, one get AIDS. Please, please don't get the HIV. Guys. All
1: right. All right. So uh, we'll be back at you very soon with more Handmaid's Tale specific content. Yeah.
0: In the meantime, if you have friends who are just starting out watching The Handmaid's Tale and need a little bit of help processing, please recommend us. If you haven't already, drop us a five star review
1: on Facebook and Apple Podcasts. Kim Kardashian is watching Handmaid's Tale for the first time. And as God is my witness, if I can get her to listen to us and be a redhead. That'll be it. That would me. be amazing. That'd be great.
0: Well, I mean, I think you should probably like send her a letter and be like, I'm going to name my daughter Chloe Kardashian Sanchez. She would be probably really pissed Shh, about that. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it is her brand. Very selfish person.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, thank you for your support. We love you. We'll see you soon. And... No lite te basta sta dum 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 dum